Whenever the Angus family gets together, you can guarantee there's going to be fun, education, and some work done. We're wrapping up the 2023 Angus Convention here in Orlando, Florida. I'm Miranda Ryman with the Angus Journal team, and joining me is Jim Brinkley from Brinkley Angus Ranch at Milan, Missouri. Hey, Jim. Hey, how's it going? Very good. It's been a fun convention. Um, how would you rate the kind of the atmosphere or the mood of Angus breeders over the past few days? You know, every, everyone was very upbeat, optimistic with the, with the cattle market, and uh, bull sales has been phenomenal. As, I mean, in the past few months, and everybody's pretty optimistic. I heard a lot of optimism also from that main stage presentation. We had all of the entity presidents up there give just kind of brief overviews on highlights, and there was an awful lot of optimism there, too. Sure, absolutely. And uh, with, you know, AGI's got lots of stuff going on and, and releasing uh, the, the, the new longevity EPD and, and getting feedback from that. And uh, they've, as, as you well know, they've got numbers of other stuff. Teat and other scores coming. Uh, they've, they've got their plate full. Yeah, that World Angus evaluation came, and then I think it was two weeks later, functional longevity came or exactly. something. It was a very quick span of yeah. time. Right. Yeah. right. Now, you have served most recently as chair of the CAB board, uh, just wrapped up that chairmanship, correct? Correct. The past year, I've been chair of CAB, and, and we've ex uh, actually had the third best year uh, in the history of CAB, which is, which is pretty gratifying and uh, just pretty excited. And a pretty big thanks to Angus breeders and what they've been able to accomplish because I did see those acceptance rate numbers were, were high, some of the best ever, and the highest amount of Angus influence that right. we've ever had. Right. With, you know, with cattle numbers low, uh, I mean, lower than what they have been in the past, uh, we was really concerned whether, whether we would, you know, fulfill the need of CAB and, 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 and the demand. And it's, it's been, it's been great. Uh, the, the acceptance rates has been up, you know, maybe three, 5%. And it's, it's really been good. Yeah, and I think I heard, um, John Sticka say from the stage that really the amount that we were down would have been like the equivalent of two business days or I mean I just want to put that in perspective that we were very close to having a record right I mean it's funny you bring that up I mean it's how, how close we was to 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 achieving a new record would would have been uh, a couple of business days absolutely and during this past year CAB's had some exciting initiatives probably the the biggest one or the one that I think has created a lot of buzz would be their ranch to table program and if anybody wants to listen to more of that, we do have an Angus Conversation podcast that will be coming up here later in the season. But maybe just give a brief, what is the Ranch to Table program? Well, it's, you know, it's designed for, for producers to, uh, to, to be able to get their carcasses certified. Uh, once they're enrolled in the program, they, uh, they, they can actually sell certified Angus beef to, to their customers. And, it, uh, you know, the, we, we, we hear this a lot that, you know, we don't do anything for the small people, and and this is this is one way we're 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 definitely giving back to the to the smaller uh, locker type uh, mom paws and and even you know maybe uh, ten fifteen head. So it it's it's a good program. It's definitely I think I said this on the podcast we did the other day that 
um, to be able to tell Angus breeders that they can use the brand that they own on, on their own cattle, that's pretty exciting. And it's just has taken a, a while to work through some logistical things to make it happen so that we make sure that that quality is still certified Angus beef quality. Right. Those cattle still have to be graded. They uh, they have to be inspected, and and all that all that has been troublesome for for the small packer. And uh, they're they're finally working through some logistics on on getting it to where uh, it's it's going to be uh, more friendly for the small guy. Absolutely. Well, we've been here for a couple of days. Is there any major highlights or or things that you you heard in sessions that you attended that either surprised you or you think, gosh, I wish everybody could have heard this. Well, you know, just just what our, like, AGI, what, what they're doing, what they've got coming, it's it's just incredible. CAB, what, you know, with what they've accomplished this year and, and, and you know, the future sure looks bright for them. Quality beef, is, it's, it's not going to go out of style, you well know. Well, when we stand up for the annual meeting and we start with the prayer and the Pledge of Allegiance, I almost still get goosebumps that we're in this industry that's still a, a people industry and we, you know, are very innovative. That was a word that came here, but still definitely founded on tradition. So appreciate you being part of that tradition. You've been elected treasurer for the upcoming year and will be um, serving on the executive or the leadership team here for the board of directors. So thank, thank you for that and we'll look forward to the year ahead. Appreciate that. Be sure to visit AngusJournal.net to keep up on all things Angus. The January Angus Journal will be packed with convention coverage, so subscribe today.